welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Love drag? Love singing? Love singing drag queens? Well, get yourself over to the Glam Award-winning club coming for the brand new all-live singing drag competition, Drag Array Star. Hosted by Lauren Order, eight drag artists battle each week for the chance of, for their own cabaret and a sickening prize package. See you at Club Coming Sunday nights. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's a new season of Drag Race, and spoiler alert, I'm still that bitch. RuPaul is breaking down her premiere into two episodes, and we're here to break down the first part of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. And joining me on this bitch track is the punk princess of Queens, Amanda Massacre. How are you? Oh my god, hello! I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. Happy Drag Race Returns! Yes! It's been like a week! Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, because UK ended a couple months ago. Yes. And then we're back, we're here... And you know what? It was good. It was so good. It's I'm, good to be back. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I. You know. Every time everyone's like, "We need a break. We need a break." But do you? No. Do you actually yes, need a break? No. <laughs> you need a little break. A little break to just like evaluate what we just saw and be like, "Okay, yeah. I miss it." And never back. But I'm ready this this here. was the good chunk of time. Like three months. That was what I needed. Yeah. Um. But we're here to talk about um season twelve. Where did you watch the premiere? Um, I watched it at Albatross Bar and Grill, um, uh-huh. right here in Astoria. Yes, where every seat was packed at like I think five thirty. Wow! Like fuck. this was like everyone got there on time. I was like, I told my boyfriend, "You go save us seats." Like you run out of work, and he's like, "Mm mm, I'm here at five thirty, and we got to wow. stand." Yeah. Um, and it was hosted by Miss Petty Cash, not Petty Cake. No, not, um, not petty cake. I'm Although sorry. she still has cakes, though, always and she forever. Always, she always will have cakes. No, yeah, that's fun. Um, I I saw f- photos of vid- uh, of of the albatross, but it was the icon um, oh, where you yes. couldn't move. Yes. You literally were packed in like sardines because yes. Jan Sport was there. Yes, I um, heard about that. But she wasn't on this episode, so people were like, "Wait, what? Wait, what?" But we're not here to talk about Jan today. We're here to talk about the first set of queens yeah um so before we jump into that i was at the aol build series interview thing on yes. wednesday yes, tuesday tuesday it was fine it was yeah it was cute. i had a lot of fun i'm afraid to watch it back because i know i had a lot of loud reactions and i was right <laughs> next to a camera so i'm certain that some noises were heard that were me and i'm afraid to do that but no i watched it i, no, I didn't know it when was... ms cracker made the boots and saddle comment yeah, i that funny. was absolutely me dying um, because no one else in that room knew what Boots and Saddle was except for me. Because rest in peace, Femme Fatale. We miss you. Um, that was my last show. No, good show there. Um, but yeah, I had. I think this cast is just actually one of the best full casts we've had in so long. And it's not that we had less this time around compared to other seasons. I think they're just the right fit. Absolutely. I would totally 100% agree. I think. I... I, I I would say that we necessarily haven't met a filler queen in this first seven. No. There may be some in the next group that oh, I would call maybe, filler maybe, queens. Maybe. Um, but this group was good. 
Yeah, I'm actually sincerely, thoroughly impressed. And I mean, I know some of them from yeah. here locally or just social media. And I'm without just just looking at it objectively, without my own personal opinions, this has been one of the first like really, really amazing, truly premieres of Drag Race. Yes, I like, think it's been all around. Absolutely one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, and they all seem to like each other. Yeah, which is for now. For now, yeah. but they seem to like each other in real life, which means no drama or what? What something's gonna drop? I'm sure. Yeah. Either either way, I'm excited to talk about this premiere. Shall we get into it? Yeah. All right. Let's go. We begin with Britta. Yes, Y'all thirsty? Britta. Uh, NYC is in the house. She's the first bitch here, and she wishes the other girls would be there so she they could see who's the winner. <laughs> um. So her look was done by Christopher Palou and hair by 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 my roommate Shelby Late. Mm. Um, I thought this was a really fun look. It was really cute. It's not what I would have expected Britta to showcase right off the bat, but no. we did see the first thing of Britta in her promo look, and that's quintessential Britta. Yes. So maybe the trajectory in her mind is there. But this was this is cute, leopard and pink. Yeah, I really like it. It's a it. good, strong drag combo. Yeah. It's camp. Um, the mink pink was cute. Yeah, absolutely. I think she she really knocked it out actually yeah. i thought and and to your point i really didn't expect that i really kind of expected more of like a glitz glitter but i guess that's what you know we'll talk about yeah it, I guess, well but. i mean the episode was called i'm that bitch and yeah. i thought should we be going to see that bitch yeah. britta filter uh, britta redacted um we don't call her filter i forgot um no i i think again like i expected something different but this was still a pleasant surprise and and, and it worked um for me i would definitely give it a toot toot Tip, yeah. Tip. So we, of course, have to pull my audience. You, this is the most action I ever get on Instagram um, is when I put those polls up. Uh, 85% toot, a 15% boot. Okay. Yeah. All right. That fair checks enough. Out. That yeah, checks yeah. out. Yeah. Next, we have Nikki Doll. As she says, well, that was a long flight. The Parisian princess has landed. Yes. Um, cue the subtitles for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did her dirty, but we'll get into a couple of those moments yes. later on. But this look was by uh, Jan Yaneski and Danielle Bartolato. Hair by Paris Hair. Hat by Eric Halley. And nails by Gracie J. Um, it's very French. It's very fashion. Um, I don't love the cut of it. I think it's a little too short, but it works for her. I mean, I think it's definitely French for sure. Yeah. Um, but I have to say she could have done better. I think. I agree. I think this was, I mean, again, you made an entrance and if you wanted to be like France, for sure, like we got it, but like you could have done so much more. Like you could have come out with like baguettes as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> like she could have yeah. done yeah. something yeah, severe. Yeah. This was fashion, not necessarily drag. Exactly. Um, and this is again, your first moment to show the world who you are. Yeah. Um, I, I again like maybe maybe we wanted bigger hair, but I don't think she really does big hair. So yeah. I, I don't I don't know how we could have improved it, but what she did bring was still good. Yeah, it was good. I would give it a toot. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it enough to say boots. Yeah. so for sure. I had critiques of it, but I still yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, seventy seven percent of the audience thought it was a toot. Twenty three said it was a boot. Okay, so see, fair enough. Yeah. All right, relax your throats, bitches, because you're gagging. It's Widow Von Du, and it's our first Missouri Queen of the season oh. and of the episode. Um, as she says, she's the nastiest bitch from Kansas City. She's very confident. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say it again. I said it on the last podcast. I'll say it now. Widow does not tag her designers. Oh. And I don't like that. I'm not like going to message either. her. But 
if anyone is able to assist me and uh, give me the info so I can find out who our designers are, I love it because I want to give them credit. Whether we like it, we don't like it, whatever, we want to give credit to the full team because it does not, it does, it's not just a drag queen who makes a drag queen, it's an entire team. So, absolutely, whoever the team is, well done. Yeah, kudos to you. That being said, and like it, um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's very dark. Um, it's not the right statement I think you want to make when you're coming into the workroom. Um, I get it. You're the widow, so black, fine. Totally. Um, but at the same time, everything we've seen from her, I wouldn't call her a fashion queen. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little, like, does she come out, you know, she's fierce. We know that. She, she's she's fierce. great. And she's not Jane Dior fierce, but she's fierce. She, she's still fierce. And, you know, I love a all-black look. Mm-hmm. But right now, really, honestly, that entrance look, I didn't hate it. Again, and I think a lot of these looks, I'm going to probably say the same thing. I didn't hate it. But, um, you know how <laughs> the uh, Phoenix, uh, the night of hooking, and yeah. it kind of gave me, like, that look. She was charcoal. But she was, she, like, she burnt. Grilled, she got yeah. burnt. Yeah, because you had the peacock feathers. Yes. And that was your only source of color. Yeah. I just... It, but again, when you talk about classic drag, and there are people who, in the Midwest, this is what drag is. Yeah. That, fine. For us in New York, it's a little different yes. nowadays. Yes, of course. Um, but that being said, this is RuPaul's Drag Race. you got to make an entrance. I, wanna, I need to remember you in a month. I need to remember you in a year. Yeah. I'm not going to remember this entrance Not this look, look no. Um, and that being said, I'm going to give it a boot. I am going to give it a boot as well. All I didn't right. again. I didn't. I I didn't love it. She could have done better, and she showed like through her personality and throughout the episode, absolutely. like she could have. So absolutely, she had so many more tricks yeah. up her sleeve. Like this was like, come on, girl. Yeah. So sixty-seven percent of the audience called it a toot. Thirty-three percent a boot. But okay. interesting, interesting. Okay. Jackie Cox, roll call him. Jackie Salam, the Persian princess of drag, has arrived. That's my sister. I love her. Mm. Um, I love the moment seeing Jackie and Britta interact. Because, um, like, yeah, of course they know each other, but it's like, that that was, I'm sure for both of them, one of the most comforting moments you could have. Being like, okay, I'm grounded. I know somebody. Someone's here. And someone, like, you actually like. Yeah. That's the um, other it thing. It warmed my heart. Yeah. yeah. It was cute. Um, Jackie's just very natural on camera, and she knows how to speak in her confessional. She's definitely going to be a narrator this season. I can mm. feel it. Um... But then, like, I like I just want before we get into the look, I gotta just call out Britta is the bitch who called out Jackie for not being a look queen. That was f- sketchy editing. I mean, I mean Britta's not wrong, but <laughs> sketchy editors, sketchy editors couldn't oh, have come from somebody else. Yeah, I know it um, had to be that sister on sister drama. But I, you almost needed it to come from Britta because Jackie throws the loop and sa- says, "Look at my looks," and she is a look queen in this episode. Yeah. So okay, fine. But I thought it was very funny. To have Britta be the one saying it. Uh, her look is by Coquetry Clothing. Her hair is by my dear friend Chelsea Pierce. Mm. Um, this really was Annette Funicello and the Mouseketeers. They, they would be very proud of her. Yeah. Um, she displayed who she is in this look. Super cute. Super like, just like, boop. Like, that's yeah. what I got from that look. It's camp. It's yeah. Disney. And it's true to her heritage. Absolutely. As her name uh, as was spelled in Farsi, Jacqueline. Yes. yes. Who also is her evil twin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you have not seen I Dream of Jackie 2. Yes. That's, I think it's 2. That's when Jacqueline um, appears. That's the reference. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this was a good look. I, I, thought, I liked it. I thought it was, it was solid. 
It did what it needed to do. It did what it needed to do. But I guess maybe for me personally, I, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more Persian. That's like I wanted. Sure. I, I think it's kind of the same thing with Nikki doll. Like, you know, I, I wanted to Go see that. Out. Just do it. Just come sure, out. Yeah. Like she could have, she could have come in like traditional garb, like paint, kind of like, um, the announcement of the Queens like that inspired mm-hmm. me a little more. You know, she had her yeah. headdress like that was just a little, you know, I, I was cute that she had the Farsi. And of course, like that was her nod to it. But I guess I wanted just a little more. Yeah, it's really it's again, it's uh, I'll say this many times. I'm sure throughout the season from what I know of Jackie and how she is as a performer. She was, it was always Broadway Jackie, Broadway Jackie, yeah, Broadway Jackie. So it's really interesting and cool to see her. Uh, incorporate this side of Jackie that we in New York probably don't get to see because what as, as bad as this sounds but as sad as it's true what Hell's Kitchen audience wants to see it <laughs> you know yeah I know like I that's it's bad but true they they're there for the clackety clackety Broadway show that's tunes. true they don't want to have a political message that's true. But also, I think, in you know, being from New York City, especially, you don't need it to have a political message. Right. I think, you know, nobody here really is coming up to her and, and, you know, it's not about her being Persian, I guess. And now that she's on this bigger stage, I think she can. And that's why she is making it about the fact that she is like yeah. a Persian queen. And I think that is important. Absolutely. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited. She's embracing the side and Absolutely. putting it in the forefront because again, like would Broadway Jackie be on drag race? Maybe not. Mm. So this is exciting that she's getting to use this platform to show who she is. Next up is Heidi in closet. Um, America, it's time to stop hiding in the closet. Cue the high pitched th- trill. <laughs> Um, we're not going to do that because we don't want to kill any dogs or break any glass. Um, she says that she's from a town where the chicken outnumber the people. Um, her drag is SPF 100. Sassy, professional, and fierce. So she keeps it 100. Um, I think she's absolutely going to be a fan favorite. She's adorable. Yeah. She's She's cute. so fun. She's so much fun. She's so cool. Um, she was at Sherry's show the other day and I got to see her and I was like, Oh, yeah. Wow. And out of drag. But she's just a good personality. Like, what happened was, uh, Sherry's like, is there any birthdays in the house? Um, and some guy in, uh, raised their hand, and then Heidi does, too. Mm. And and Sherry goes, really? Come, come up. And then Heidi's like, well, no. And you'll find to learn that Heidi's just being a troll, and her birthday's actually in September. And <laughs> Sherry's like, no, we're singing to you. Um, <laughs> but she has fun. It was really cute. Yeah. Um... That being said, this look. Uh, the mm. look is by Ebony Adams, um, a hat from Satine Lore and Sonia Simone. This look was worn by her grandmother, Ebony Adams, in 2000 for Miss Ebony, North Carolina. Still don't love it. Um, for some reason, the pink and zebra print don't work. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about this look that just didn't feel proper i think the proportions were off because you had these those weird uh, additions to the sleeves yeah these weird ruffles the, that right I just the didn't skirt under- is a little too short yeah i and it's a boot for me i have to agree with you there i and i also just don't think it's draggy enough i thought maybe she plopped on the headpiece and was Absolutely. like drag like, yeah 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 yes i'm working it and it's like that kind of looks like a little you know it's given me a little like choice Leslie rainbow kind of vibe. Yeah, I, I not not a fan. No. Um, the audience was twenty eight percent to seventy two percent boots, so okay. we're all not here for it. We're, yeah. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think Heidi had a really interesting episode. I'm really excited to see her trajectory on this show. 
Um, but we'll go through this episode because she she went through it all. Yeah. Um, but next, oh, I went through it all. Ahoy! She's not just good; it's she's incredible. Um, GG good. Huddy wants to know if one of her legs is a peg leg, but I think we know where that peg leg is. Um, <laughs> Jackie knows Gigi from Instagram, and so does Nikki. She's just another one of those fashion queens to look out for. Um, um, she's so cute as a boy. Yeah, she's sorry. Ador- she's adorable. Um, I made a comment at our viewing party that I'm not making a comment on um, the podcast because I don't want to get in trouble. But if you want to find out, DM me. <laughs> Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, not sure the full design team of this one, but because she doesn't have a photo yeah. um, on her Instagram. But we do know Mother Good made it. Yeah, her, her drag mom, her real mom. We love Mother Good. Uh, um, her, her mom is a uh, seamstress, a costume, costume designer. designer yeah. What a fucking amazing thing to have! I mean, wow, what way to win the ticket! Like, I, I, I'm so jealous. Yeah, like you know that this discussion will happen in the workroom during a painting session at some point, where you're going to learn about Jesus' backstory of doing drag at age 15 and having a supportive mother who helped make this all happen. Because when I was 15. That would not have happened in this world. You don't. No, that would not, not have fly. been a thing. Absolutely. So I think Gigi on this show is going to be very important. Yeah. This look, she's a pirate. I'd walk the plank for. Toot. It's exceptional. I love it. The colors are right. It's fun and fresh. It's fashion, but not costumey. And I think it's because of the pattern she selected. Yeah, I think. Even though it was fashion, it was still a little cheeky. There was so little camp there. Yeah. And I appreciated it. So Yeah, everything about it really excited me. Um, absolute toot. 86% of the audience gave it a toot, 14% boot. Because I think they're just in love with her and don't want to admit it. I just hate her. They just hate her for being beautiful. And last but not least, it's Michelle Visage's Nightmare. Who's ready to party and play? It's Crystal Method. Um, she's a little devil who likes to raise hell in the Bible Belt. And I ask you, is Missouri really part of the Bible Belt? You know, I wouldn't have thought so. But, I didn't think so right? either. I wouldn't like, have thought t- so. I, maybe I'm probably wrong. If someone can like actually let me know, I didn't. I wouldn't consider that. No, I wouldn't have thought so. But again, we're we're Northerners. We don't. We're Yankees. We don't know what's going on down there. We're in our She's very charming in her confessional. Um, um, she's a wild one. Um, Nicole Noscopy said that people are calling her the trade of the season, and I just don't see that. Um, I mean, I'm into the mullet, but like... Are you? It's She's not my type. <laughs> she's not my type. Um, that being said, I think she's going to be very fun on this show, um, but she's got a long battle ahead of her. Yeah. This look um, by Leonard Von Jenkins. She's literally entering Drag Race as a clown. And it's not working for me. We've seen clown used on the show before, but not in like a literal sense. Between like Bianca and Thorgy, like they put the drag interpretation of clown. This was literally a drag slur. Like just clown. She went like, there. Yeah. Um, color wise, cool. Color blocking, it, it worked. It was the green and the gold. The gold. It, it, fine. Um,. You're going to remember her for the wrong reasons of this entrance look, I think. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I 
Maybe it's just because I'm a weirdo too, but I really like this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And we kind of talked about it. Like her and Aiden are the two that you're like, how do they get on this show? Not the other show. Mm. Um, And that's why it's kind of fun to see Crystal because I want to see how far she can push herself to be the quote unquote Eva destruction of um, Drag Race season 12. Can she mold both worlds? Can she do it? We'll see. Um, she kind of, like, we'll get to it because she kind of does. Yeah, um, absolutely. But not this look, though, for me personally. No, no, I agree. Um, I would give it a boot. I don't know if I hate it enough to boot it. But give I it don't a toot, love it. Do it. Toot, fine, toot. 49% gave it a toot, 51% a boot. Mm. We're really mixed on Crystal right here. Yeah. And suddenly the alarm goes off and there's no only seven people here. What is going on? What? What is happening? Rue arrives wearing a hat that production team probably had a very hard time lighting her face. I loved that hat, though. I really? wanted that hat. I love it. And I was kept turning to people in the bar, and I was like, you need that hat. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. I think I, I liked the so. hat, but I didn't like the hat with the suit. It didn't work. But either way, the hat was the showpiece there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he lets the girls know that there are two premieres, and they are the Lucky 7 to debut. First day and win. Um... Time for the mini challenge. It's Fashion Week presented by Bubbly Sparkling Water. Mm. Have you had Bubbly Sparkling Water before? I have. It's delicious. Um, is it alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic. So it's just water. <laughs> yes. Drag Race is being sponsored, sponsored by, by water. water. Exactly. We went from absolute to just water. <laughs> not even like truly or White Claw. We got non-alcoholic water. Okay. But it tastes good and you know it's uh, refreshing. You know what? I don't deny it. No I'm calories, sure you're no you know. Okay, okay. Bubbly. Great. You can add vodka to it. It's fine. Bubbly, you can come on sponsor my show too if you like. Yes. Um, so they must shill- slay a runway in the spring and fall look. Before we begin, let's talk about the cameos from Kim and Kanye. Oh yes. Played by <laughs> Kamora Black and Mayhem Miller. <laughs> Talk about a transformation. Yeah, I mean, that toot. talk about a toot, really. Right? That was amazing. I, I clocked Kimura. Kimura was easy to, because that was basically yeah. Kimura doing Kimura. Yeah, yeah. But Mayhem? Fuck. I mean, I'm still thinking about Mayhem's, uh, the Christmas sleigh episode when she came out as Krampus. I mean, I'm still gagging over Mayhem. that. Mayhem. Mayhem. That was wonderful. Are you, you, you gonna, you best be ready for that um, show that you may be on, on Showtime. Mm. You, you're ready for us. We are here for you. Um, incredible job. I don't know if Mayhem did that makeup or if someone helped. Either way, Wonderful. exceptional. Yeah. But we are not going to play Toot and Boot for this version. Okay? No. <laughs> we are going to do Spring Forward or Fall Back. Oh. Um, I, I like puns here. I like that. Um, and even for both sections, it's going to be Spring or Fall. Um. We are going to lump them into pairs, so we're going to do both their spring and fall look, and we're going to start with Britta. Uh, her spring look is by Garrow Sparrow. Her hair is by Double D Wigs. Um, I love the color. It's a gorgeous gown. It doesn't necessarily scream fashion. It felt very safe to me. Too safe. Too safe for I like grace. the blue. It's blue. I like the, the blue works for her coloring. It's beautiful, stunning color. Absolutely. I don't know if it was fashion. Also, to be honest, I I just I feel like I've seen it before. I've it, and then she came out in the same thing. Like I just 
Yeah, this one didn't work for me I just personally. Didn't know. Um, that being said, I would give it a fallback. Fallback. Yeah. Absolutely. 55% spring forward, 45% fallback. Mm. Um, her fall look, there was no photo or tag, so I don't know who did her look. Um, as she says, it's an oil spill, but I also call it Fashion Ursula. Um, <laughs> I liked it. The hair was so good. The hair was amazing. The hair was, like, I like seeing Rita in white, because she does look like yeah. Ursula. Um, and it was really, the, the the fabric choice and the color choice was really perfect for her skin tone. Yeah, I liked she it. Knows, she knows how, she definitely knows yeah. how to, you know, present it, herself. And what worked for it is it felt unconventional. It felt like something was different about it compared to the first one, which was basic material. I am going to have to disagree with you okay. there. Right. I, I agree in the sense that it was different, like, presentation-wise. But to me, in a way, it almost felt like the same dress coming again. That's fair. That's fair. And it just was different colors. Uh-huh. I, I almost wonder if that was a deliberate choice. Um, I don't know. I mean, because there are a couple people who have the same story, in a sense, um, in their looks. Either doing retro or helmets or something. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, almost wonder if that was part of the assignment. Either way, I'm going to spring forward. I will not. All right, you fall back. <laughs> so we have a 66% spring forward and a 30 fall, 34 fall back. Next up, we have Nikki Doll. Uh, her spring look was by Alex Damick. Um, I think this was very fun with the right shade of purple. Um, I love the subtle flowers. Um, what I do not love was the red bob, but that may actually be due to the fact that the backdrop was red and it got lost. Yeah, I agree. I, um, it, but overall, I thought the look was really cute. It was very cute. It was yeah. definitely Grecian nymph. Yep. Um, I think like you can wear a floral pattern or you can literally wear flowers. And I'm, she was I'm like, into it. I'm going to wear flowers. Yeah. And she worked it. Um, I'm definitely spring forward for spring her. Spring forward. Laurels for spring. Yeah, Groundbreaking, right? Groundbreaking, truly. The the audience, though, is only 58% spring forward, 42% fall back. Not, not, not. It's one of those things where I think with Nikki, like, you give us perfection, and then when you don't give us quite perfection, you don't look as good. So I think that's yeah. what this, this case was. Her fall look, though, Ugh. stunning. Ugh. Um, this is fashion. Fashion. She slayed it in that pant. Um, so the look was by Taylorie. The hair is by Best Wigs. The hat by Eric Halley again. Um, this is really a runway look that you would actually see at Fashion Week. Paris Fashion Week this right now. This was France. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I, I couldn't. Like, we were all breathless, like, screaming. At the hat look. was sublime. The bow tie. Everything about this Everything. was quintessential Nikki doll. I almost wish that had been her entrance look, to be honest with you. It was that powerful and impactful. Right. This was a moment, and you if you don't spring forward, I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Spring forward, just, oof. Well, 3% of the audience fell back. Um, 97% spring forward. <sighs> it's called fashion. Look it's it so up. It's so fashion. It was gorgeous. Look it up. Next, we have Widow Von Du. We'll talk about her spring look first. Uh, Missy Elliott is in the house. The yes. attitude is right, Mama. Uh, neoprene is a fun fabric to play with, and the color blocking was just right. I love the hood because it wasn't just a hood. It was an oversized fucking hood. Yep. Like, you are going to stay warm because the wind is not coming in. You are a wind tunnel. Yeah. Um, I love the high pony pigtails. I thought it was really fun. Um, this is the first time in everything I've seen of Widow that I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. And it may yeah. be the only toot I give her of the day. Um, <laughs> I spring forward. This was really a good look. 
she just looks so youthful, playful. Yeah. Like, I kind of was left wanting more from her reveal just because as a big girl, like I wanted her to like, and she said it in her statement, like, oh, you know, well, I'm here to show you that like, you just because I'm not skinny doesn't mean I can't show anybody. Yeah. And I was like, well, you only showed me a top. Yeah. I would have just like, show me ass, show me everything. Yeah. Like I, I was, re- I was ready for it. Or and don't I need didn't... a new reveal for this one. Yeah. Um, so for me, I definitely spring forward with yeah, Widow. Spring for the, forward. For the spring. Yeah. Uh, 77% of the audience said spring forward. 23 said fall back. The fall, though, I don't like it. The color is very muted, but and it wasn't really fall. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do a reveal, it's got to be, it's got to reveal into something stronger. Like actually, and like not this, pants. Right, was just pants. She fucking revealed into the pants that we already saw when she was walking because they like. Stopped, yeah, it was obvious it was through. pants. Yeah, um, I, there's, I don't have any redeeming qualities to this. I'm sorry. Uh, so I am definitely falling back. Yeah, me too. And it, it sucks because it really, to your point, it, it was not fall in the slightest. No. Like the color, it seemed bridal almost in a way. Yeah. Like it was just not. I don't know what she was thinking. It didn't work which for me. Which is sad. Uh, 34% of the audience spring forward. 66 fell back. Next up is Jackie Cox. Uh, her spring looks, she doesn't have any tag, tags or photos quite yet. Um, Jackie Agogo, I love that she is serving us a throwback retro glam. It is very much suiting her style of drag. Absolutely. Um, the genie hair is right. Um, I loved it. I loved it too. However, yeah, yeah. I... I guess in in comparison overall, it seemed a little muted. Sure, to me, it wasn't huge. It wasn't huge. It wasn't, over it the wasn't top. like drag, mama. But it was it was cute and it was definitely fashionable. Like you know, I've seen that come down on like Mark, Jer- part, Mark yeah. Jacobs runway. Like it was it was good. She's here it for a mod musical. Yeah, exactly. Um, I sprang forward. I sprang. Yeah, sprang forward. forward. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't hate it. Seventy one percent of the audience sprang forward. Twenty nine percent fall back. Um. With the fall, again, she doesn't have a photo up yet, so we don't know who the design team is. We're playing in the vintage era of fashion for her. Yes. Uh, and it's working. The colors and patterns are so smart, yet they're still very campy. Yeah. Like, you could see a panelist on Laughing or Match Game wearing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really, really appreciated, appreciated her um, fashion sense in this challenge. Because she knows that she's not a Gigi Good. She knows she's not a Nikki doll. She's not giving you modern fashion. She will be able to serve you camp and in drag camp is retro and that's retro what she glamour. did. Retro glamour. Yeah. And I think she's the she I think she's probably the only one capable of doing that to be honest with you. Yeah. I think she does, season, she would absolutely. do it she would do it best and no she looked phenomenal. I I won't lie. I just for me from a fashion perspective like I always do want a little more and I I think drag's just a little bigger just I don't know. I guess I was left wanting more. Yeah, I, I think it's easy right now. You can definitely compare her to Bendela Creme. There you go. Yeah, like just a little. That's you know. who her archetype of this show is right yeah. now. Um, I hope she doesn't get Ben Lecremed and gets out before she should. Mm. We'll see. Um, I spring forward on this look. Yeah, spring forward. Eighty six percent spring forward. Fourteen percent fall back. Next we have Heidi in closet. Her spring look. Mm. This may be the worst thing I've ever seen on Drag Race. Really? Yes. Um, I think the pattern is fine. In either the headpiece or the garment, you can't pick both. One of them needs to be a solid to really let the other pop. Um, Kudos for her going on with the headpiece falling right off. Um, As she said, you can see her civil rights hair. (laughs) Honestly, I love that. She's going to be the quote queen, I think. I think Um, so, Because we haven't even gone to her big quote yet that I'm sure is on all the (laughs) t-shirts. Yeah, this was bad. This was very bad, not working for me. Um, Definitely falling back. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to agree there. Although, to be honest with you, I, I like you said, I, I feel like in spite of all that, I'm just so proud that she kept walking forward and I didn't see any reaction. And almost, I, I almost thought that her losing her headpiece was intentional in a way. Yeah. I almost did. Like uh, the way that she played it. was revealed there. Oh my God. See, that would have. That would have been great. Oh. But she didn't. Um, 25% spring forward, 75% fall back. Yeah. Um, her fall look, again, we have no design team. Um, it's patchwork with the right colors, and I'm actually here for it, because the silhouette is high fashion. Yeah. Um, and I think what I loved the most was the hair. The hair just, like, swooped in a very unique way. It just flowed well and tied into, again, the fashion of this look. I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I she, liked it. She made up for... The first one, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would say sixty-one percent of the audience said spring forward like me. Thirty-nine percent said fall back. Mm. So mixed back, not not as strong as some of the others, but for her it worked. Next we have Gigi Good. Oh. Um, spring, no photo or tag of this one yet. Um, this is um one of my favorite things I've ever seen. On Drag Race. Period? No, not just on Drag Race and ever. Really? Just ever. Wow. It got me ready for spring, and I want to wear that, even though I would look horrible in it. I don't come Like, on. the pastels are the most perfect color blocking I've ever seen. Yeah, it was, it the, really was a knockout. The I, yellow hair. Every, I, yeah. This I, was knows. gag worthy. It was she stunning. Knows what she is doing. Yeah. I, she, I can't. Like, it was like muted lisa frank realness <laughs> yeah like but like edgy with the moto and then like so i oh again i i love it because it really did look like fresh off a runway like yeah i i i can't I, this I was really, her challenge um yeah. this the the again the helmet was so smart what is there to critique it was so nothing. fucking good there was nothing wrong with that it and if beautiful. anybody said fall back like if oh my god I one can't. person i think who are you 98 percent spring forward two percent fall back what is wrong with you i know when i saw that i was like this is actually the highest i've ever gotten on one of these votes but fuck this was so fucking good yeah i i I, i'm speechless she's gorgeous um the fall look was done by mama good um davina de campo called she said welcome to the family Um, Lord, we love a BDSM horse jockey. Oh, I was living. What a look. This was fashion. Like She knows how to sell a garment. I, I, it, it gave me the equivalent of the Violet Tchotchke reveal, which I still am living yeah. for. Like I, to this day, never forget. I, I, now we're going to be talking about this like constantly. This, it was just yeah. so good. I've never seen a look like that. Everything well put together. It's what's really interesting is if you take the colors from the first look, but the inspiration of Davina the Campos look, you have this, like they're all a family. Like the, those three looks yeah, yeah. are a family. They're all part of the same collection. It's it's wild. Um, but I think Gigi will get red all season long for not wearing tits. But in this day and age of drag, she's going to get away with it, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I, I don't know how you proportion a flat body like that. Um, again, seeing her live and in person, I would recommend a sandwich or two because you are very thin. She is beautifully thin. <laughs> like, there's not an ounce of muscle on that arm. Oh, my goodness. She is so rail thin, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, spring forward, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, 85% gave the spring forward, 15% fall back. What? Yeah, everyone That's liked homophobic. The, I everyone like, what liked is the this? spring look better. What yeah, is this shit? I know, right? Like, really? Next up, we have Crystal Method. Uh, note to designers tag for this one. Uh, it certainly reads spring with the florals and the pink and the purple, but it also reads off the rack. Yeah. Um, the purple hair does tie the look together, but it's the face that hurts the overall picture. Yes, she needed to have the same face for both looks, and I think the fall was the stronger image that she needed. So she took one for the team here. Um, it was forgettable. Yeah, it was just... And the, her face color matched the clothing. I know, it was all like, why it, would you do that? Why would you... Because she needed it for Freddy. Mm. It was it was upsetting. It was very upsetting. Because uh, it didn't work. Yeah. It was not, not my favorite. I fell back on this one. Yeah. Uh, 36% of the audience spring forward, 64% fall back. But then, then we have her fall look. And, uh. um, that she made herself. Really? And she did. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that Avant Garbage is shaking? <laughs> quaking. She's quaking. Oh. Um, this is so smart. It's high fashion, Freddy Krueger. Oh my God. I, I. The only critique I have. Tell me. It was camp enough. I didn't need the pumpkin. That's exactly what I said at the bar. Didn't I was it. like, didn't need it. I got what you were doing. I was buying it. You were selling it. I got it all and I did not need it. If you're going to do that, give me a spooky yuki like patchwork pumpkin. I just, I, you just didn't need purse. it. It was just too, it was too on the nose. Like I yeah. knew what you were doing. It was funny. My, my boyfriend was like, well, why didn't you, why wouldn't you come out with a claw? And I was like, no, it does. That would have done the same thing as the pumpkin. I would have been like, I'm already getting the influence just by your look. I don't yeah. need a prop to show me anything. Also the band-aids on the, like that was brilliant too. Yeah. I've never seen that done Yeah. Before. It was very, 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 very well done. Yeah. Um, absolutely spring forward. Yeah. Agreed. 79% spring forward, 21% fall back. That's just Avon Garbage telling everybody to vote for <laughs> that. Love yeah. you. Well, this was this was a fun uh, mini challenge, and yeah. I'm shocked that we called it a mini challenge. But because <laughs> work, girl. That could have been an episode in itself, right? really. It um, just... We are here to now go through the workroom. Um, it's time to de-drag. Mm. Britta says that Nikki looks French. <laughs> um, didn't know that was really a thing, but cool. Nikki says Heidi looks like a love child of mayhem and a lemur, even though she can't say that word. And cue those big eyes. <laughs> Uh, that I feel bad for her because that's all she's going to be seen for for the next couple weeks. Aww. Not her high fashion, but her eyes. Yes. Um, Nikki also thinks that Crystal is a cute twink despite her One Direction tattoo. Yes, that that was interesting. What yeah. I didn't expect that. Um, do you have any tattoos? I do not. So you have no um, wild stories like Crystal no. getting One Direction tattooed. Yeah. On <laughs> um, Jackie is the trade of the season. Yeah. Um, that bubble butt. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, Nikki also didn't know how to say the word hummus. <laughs> I was dying. That was great. And I was like, you lived in Morocco, shouldn't you know how to say hummus? Yeah, I know. Anyway, anyway. Rue returns uh, to share the first maxi challenge where they will be performing a badass rap single called... I'm that bitch! And Misty Mountains and Ritzy Bist are pissed! <laughs> they are pissed! But let's be real. I love you both. The episode was filmed in the the, the the summer. They came out with it first. You just happened to release it first. Oh. So don't get upset. Um, and I can't wait for someone to make the mix of I'm that bitch and I'm that bitch. Oh, uh, Nicole, Nas- Nicole and Oscar already gave you the idea. So make do it happen. It. Uh, yeah, they will be also performing their writing and choreography in front of Nicki Minaj. Oh my goodness. Um, Britta's reaction was like, like the most adorable thing ever. 
I know. There's so yeah. much joy. I didn't know she was that yeah. big of a fan. Oh, absolutely. She loves Nikki. Wow. Um, yeah, so some of the girls have experience at music, but others don't. Crystal never sang karaoke. Uh, Widow loves rapping, and Britta was in Broadway National Tours. Don't come for her, Widow. Um, I did not know that, actually, though. Uh, Jackie does not have flavor, but she does have writing parody lyrics power. Um, and it's true. She's a good parody writer. Yeah. Um, Jackie takes the Meredith Rivera role and leads the team to find out who the choreographer is going to be. And we learn it's going to be Heidi and Widow. Uh, we then learn some of the things that the queens can and cannot do, like Gigi can't touch her toes, uh, Britta's a slow learner, and Jackie just wants the choreography not to be complicated. I mean, T, I would, I would be in the same spot, yeah. too, in that situation. It's true. Well, Widow knows that she's the captain of the ship. She's going down. Foreshadowing or a complete deflection, you decide. Mm. Um, it's time for the choreography part. Um, can everybody crump? I certainly cannot. I can. Neither can Gigi. <laughs> she can't crump, and that's why we're, like, meant for each other, clearly. Uh, so Widow leads the group, and Britta calls her out for using the same moves. Um, kept on keeping on. Britta and Widow come to almost blows. Almost. It's day one. You can't really fight each other quite yet. And Jackie kind of joins in, but yeah. very in her Jackie, like, diplomatic, yeah, I think you're very, wrong, yeah, but let's... let's rectify the situation um and it's because new york city knows what they're doing yeah we're stars here um widow doesn't want posing because that's been done before and sometimes if the record ain't broke don't 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 don't. yeah like i didn't understand that thought process like the point is to just create good easy choreography yeah and who cares if it's been done before exactly um nikki um she wants a human centipede because you know why not (laughs) But without the human centipede. Yeah, butts to mouth, butts to mouth. Yeah, of course. Um, the editors uh, love to make it worse than it is, um, but it's the moments, the, the, the choreography is not that bad. They're having like a little rough time, but they get through it, especially because the number when we get to it, it's good. Britta finally decides to put Heidi in charge while Widow declares that she's given up control um, and starts to cause a little tension between the team. Uh, the choreography later um, is... Decent from Heidi. She does yeah, well. She yeah, does. She yeah, makes yeah. works. Um, remember when um, Jackie called Widow Venom? Yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip much? Oh, that was horrible. It was so bad. Um, Britta can't twerk. Did not know that. Would have thought yeah, she'd be able to twerk. I would have thought so too. Um, so she's shaking a little bit. Uh, Gigi says that in New York she has such a big reputation and she's surprised to see her buckle under pressure. Mm. Um, and that's been my biggest fear for her this season. And to see that happen on day one, oh boy, I'm scared. So you got eight more episodes plus to go. That's all we got for the choreography. It was cute. It's now time for Elimination Day and they're all painting and that's become a new favorite moment of mine because in Drag Race UK we got some really iconic moments and really important discussions. Will we get that today? Yeah. Yeah. So we start off, Heidi didn't rehearse because she had an allergic reaction and had to be taken to the emergency room. Which I want to know more about. Well, we, we, we learned a little bit. We yeah, learned a little, a little bit. little bit. But yeah, that's scary. Yeah. I, on day one, would have been, been like, no, I don't care if I die. I'm on Drag Race. You're not getting rid of me. Um, so she's, she's worried that like, she didn't get to rehearse in, in her room because she's a dancer at home and doesn't want to be sent home that way on a dance challenge. Of course. Um, we then talk about Jackie, how she's from Canada, but she is terrified how Persian people will see her on the show. Uh, she has never met another Persian drag queen as there are very few LGBTQ people, um, of Persian heritage. 
that are out. They're that are out. Yeah. Um, Nikki says that it is illegal to kiss another man in Morocco and did not come out until she returned to France. Um, and Jackie bringing the cultural relevance to the first episode was very fascinating. Because uh, someone said, uh, the viewing party I was at was like, Jackie's gone early if they're already throwing this out for her storyline. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think this is just the setup for something more. Yeah, I think the the way that this new season was introduced to us was because of, you know, the election year. Yeah. And I think it was like, it really was like part of the discussion. Yes. And it, it was very fitting to have that moment. Yeah. And actually, I kind of wish they would have talked about it a little more because I do think And that's why important. I think it's just, just the part of it. Right? Because I, I think, I think Jackie is smart enough to know when camera time is necessary and this was the good moment to start the conversation when you had less girls there to talk over you. But now that the producers know this is going to be good content, she'll be able to do it when everybody is there and have a wider conversation. So, so smart, that one. Jackie is a smart bitch. Love her. Uh, Crystal felt that she was very overwhelmed during rehearsals, and Jackie asked Widow if she's still mad after getting frustrated. Uh, and she said no. No. I don't know if I believed her. I don't think so either. Uh, she's worried, though, that Jackie and Britt are going to throw her under the bus if that's a problem. I think it's so soon to be worried about, you know, like, I mean, I get it because they don't know each other yet. And, you know, it could it could definitely a possibility. But like those are normally like third episode in challenge thoughts that right. like, someone's going to throw me under the bus. That's like, true. But again, we have not gotten this style of comp- of, of, of challenge this early in the season, like true. day one. Yeah, that's true. To do this. Whoa. Yeah, that really Us- was a first. Usually that's we, crazy. Usually we do a solo challenge. Yeah. And I think perhaps that should include the girls in that it's a group challenge on a first day with half the cast. I think we're all going to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not thinking about that. They're, they're in the moment. I get yeah, it. of course. It's time for the runway. Well, the song first. Um, Rue is about to walk in. We get Rue's name spelled in lights. Hated that so much. <laughs> Production value. It seemed excessive. But wait, wait, wait. That's not Rue answering. Oh, no. It's Nick Minaj. Yes, young money in the house. She is red. Uh, there is a... Filth. Yeah, she is... There, the, the, there is a very scripted moment where she's like... I came in the door uh, for the queens. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was like... What's, now that was unnecessary, yeah, really. What's funnier was her trying to walk in that gown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Who dressed thing. her? Like, come on. But Rook finally does come in. The lights change. Rue looks sickening. Oh, legs. That wig. Yeah, the legs showing off her... The, the dress showing off those high legs. Yeah, yeah. And Here for it. wig. The wig was tight. It was... Uh. Everyone's going to get that wig soon. Yeah. In every color. Um, I, yeah, really loved her Barbie realness. Like, only, that was only a doll. Rue. Only, only, only Rue. Rue. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about the song a little bit. Let's go for it. But Let's we'll go, go by it. person by person. Um, so, Britta starts us off. She doesn't really look that like she fits into the group. No. But if you go on to the Instagram, um, on Domino Couture's uh, uh, Instagram account, we learn that Britta had a different look. That would have worked. Mm. But the PA who tried to zip her in broke the zipper. Oh, so no. this was a backup. Yep. There, that is why they tell you to bring extra garments to the drag race. Yeah. So she looks, she, the color wise, the, her story didn't stand out. Uh, or just, like she stood out instead of fitting with the rest of the group. 
That being said, I think her lyrics were very Brita and very true to her, and I liked it. Yeah, I did too. And and to your point, I think when I think of Brita Filter, like, that's exactly... Oh, wait. Now I was supposed to say, I know, right? oops, burp. Um, I do think about that. And I, it, her lyrics were very true to who she now, is. Now, I will... I'm going to say this as the biggest Frock Destroyer stand there is. Um, <laughs> being first to go is kind of sometimes big and important because those are going to be the ones you always hear first. You're going to remember. It's no bag of chips is stunning, bag of chips is class, bag of chips is sexy, she takes up the ass. Oh, no. Of course not. No. But it's good. It's fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's fine. It was fine. Um, Crystal is such a goof. <laughs> it's very camp and it works for her. She just wants to make her mama proud. Who um, doesn't? I, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I know we were going for a lot of slant rhymes here and there. Like, I know Nikki loved it. She loved the one that Jackie threw in there. But Dusted and Method, do they really rhyme? <laughs> I said the same thing, too. I didn't I love like, that. That one I was doing? like, I'm not here for it. Um, just like when Blue Hydrangea rhymed home with home. Um, <laughs> not quite there. Um, yeah, so Crystal, again, fine. Good morning, campers. Good morning, Miss Good. I think that part was great. And then the G-G-G-G-G good was cool with the, like, the, I love the body shake. I love that. The rest of the showing was not great. Did not love it. No. I love Gigi. We all know this already. Did not love this performance. And what I will say is I hate her look so much for this. I hated it. Especially after we saw on the mini challenge what right. she was capable of. Like that fucking broken hair. Yeah. Like, this is not to be shady, but this is shady. This was starting out Drag Wars drag, not <laughs> Drag Race. Oh. Like, where, first time in drag at Drag where Wars. Where is the lie? Am I wrong? So, like, Gigi, I like I understand this was your bad bitch persona, but did not work for me. Um, Heidi can dance. She's a great dancer. And Amazing. that's what her performance is about. Because if you just listen to the song itself, her lyrics sucked. Yeah. They were bad. Um, but that dancing, dear God, that break dancing was so fun. I didn't expect that at all. Right. And I, she still I nailed so the lip sync. delighted. Yeah. The fact that she was like upside down and still moving. Like, yeah. that was great. Uh, Jackie brought the camp and that was super smart. And I think her look was very sexy for her. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the I... lyrics were passable. I thought they were cute. They that were was cute. clever. You know, were, again, yeah. I didn't, you know, at the beginning she was so shaken by this challenge and then to see her bring it through and between the look and the lyrics, like... I was like, you go, girl. You did it. Yeah. I mean, again, no one really brought the I'm Roxy Angels. I'm here to make it clear. I mean, I don't think anyone will no. ever. I think that's you just... never know. Um, I I think Nikki did Nikki proud. Um, it was kind of singy because it was kind of the bridge of the song. Yes. And it was fun. I really liked Nikki's part a lot. Yeah. More than she got credit for. Agreed. I thought her look was great. The look I was so fun. It was... French girl, but like make it hip hop, which was It was cute. 90s French girl. Yeah, I loved it. Again, more neoprene. Everyone is going neoprene this yes. season. Yeah, I really like Nikki's part. Because, um, again, it stands out because it's different from everybody else. Yeah, exactly. In the right way. Yes. And I hated Widow's look. <laughs> the shoulders are aggressive. And that pussycat wig, I know you're doing it for the dancing, that pussycat wig should get retired with Monet's. Oh. Um, that being said, her dance and lyrics were on point. Exceptional. I loved 
every minute of it. I thought I I did like the look. I thought it was I, I got it. Did I love it? No, but I got it. You yeah. know, I knew what she was doing. They were huge those shoulder pads. I know, and unnecessarily, you know, in the round it like okay, yeah. she looked like a giant lollipop. Like it just didn't make sense. But <laughs> but the lyrics, the dance move, like I just she made up for it. It didn't matter. Sure it didn't did. matter what she was wearing, really. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate on that bitch? One being the lowest. Are we a seven, eight? Cool. All right. I, I, would, I enjoyed it. I would I, give it an eight point five. Yeah, I was I, here for it. I, I enjoyed it. Will I be listening to it on my iPad, my iPhone, in my computer? Yes, all the time. All the time. Until I'm like, nah, frock destroyers. <laughs> I love my frock destroyers. Um, but no, I think this is a really, really good track. Congratulations to all them all. Um, kudos. It's time for the runway. Category is sparkle. Mm. So we are going to play sparkle or dulled. Oh. Yeah, because we don't want to do the other one. Um, this season, I'm formatting this part a little differently. Usually, I would, we would go through the look, and then we'd go through Judge's Critiques. We're going to combine it all. We're going to okay. put all of it together. All right. Uh, starting with Judge's Critiques. Uh, Nikki says that she loves the energy and that she's a very inviting queen. Um, Carson loves the detail of this look with the narrow waist and the peplum flare. Michelle didn't think the lyrics showed her off, but she wanted uh, to win. That's what Britta was there for. And Nikki says that as a rapper, that shows that she's cocky, optimistic, and doesn't doubt herself, which is important in a rap track. So, that's what Nikki has to say. Uh, she doesn't ever look up, so there's no designers to tag currently. I love this look on her. Um, I think the silver in the mirror is right. Um, I think it is very much who she is on the next level. I thought it was a cute look, but I thought it could have been more glitzy. I thought fair. I didn't get enough of the sparkle. That's fair. But she looked good. Yeah. Um, the and head wrap is something that she's done before, so it was nice to see her go back to that and go back to black hair, which she... Yeah, and I love that. We don't really see much of her in anymore. And then in regards to her lyrics, like I was 100% with Nicki Minaj on this one because... Again, I don't know what Michelle was expecting. Like, what was Britta supposed to well, say? Well, Michelle's just that bitch. Yeah, she, she really is. And it's like, no, she was describing herself, her personality, to a T. That, yeah. is, that is who Britta is. Go to a Britta show. That's exactly, exactly who Britta and, and that, is. And, and that's the thing. is like, they are looking at them through a microscope. Just like we are now looking through them at the microscope of Drag Race. Sure, we're able to bring our personal experiences into it. We can only do that with certain queens this season. Absolutely. But for a first pass, I liked it. Do yeah. I wish maybe the peplum was a little bigger? I mean, maybe that's what could have like helped it. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna get, say this sparkled. I'll say it sparkled too. Seventy-one percent of the audience said sparkle, and twenty-nine percent said dull. Crystal uh, Carson made a devil wears Prada joke, and it didn't land at all. <laughs> Michelle loved the Freddy Krueger look. Uh, Nikki loved the make that loved the make her mama proud lyric. And Michelle can't wait to see what else she's got in the wheelhouse. And I knew that was coming. One of day course. in. Of course. Um, her, her, her look has no designers currently tagged, but I wouldn't be surprised if she is the designer of this look. Um, it's very him from Powerpuff Girls. That's exactly what I thought I was... I Loving it. Loving yeah. it completely. Um, sure, the bodysuit sparkles, but it's not what I want on a runway for Drag Race. Because I agree with Michelle. It was very costumey. You know what it was? It was that tail. It was the tail. It was the tail. Had she had nixed that, it would have been perfect. Yeah. But it was that dumb, like, 
it wasn't even like thin or thick. It was like a weird. Maybe this was home sewn. I, I do think. Yeah, she it made was it like herself. it was like foam stuffed into a tail. Yeah, it, it was. Um, so I'm going to say it's dulled. I'm gonna have to say sparkle because I'm it. just gonna pretend the tail wasn't there. And All right, then everything All right. else was like on point. Well, fifty-eight percent of the audience said sparkle, forty-two percent dulled. GG. Uh, Nikki loved the double entendre and the leave that bitch on red. Uh, she would steal that lyric and how much you want bet she will. <laughs> um, uh, the helmet and the suit are by Christian Cohen and the latex by Vex Latex. This is so good. This is so good. This is so good. This is another fashion moment, fashion week, straight off the runway. Uh, insane. There is a trend in helmets this episode. Um, Gigi, I'm here for it. Yeah. I want I want a helmet. Let's all get Yeah, helmets. let's yeah. do it. Gigi doesn't use rhinestones. She uses glitter. And um, if it's like the glitter from my Glam Awards jacket, then it got all over the place. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, yeah, Nicole is probably freaking out that Gigi doesn't use rhinestones because Nicole's the rhinestone queen. The green and black are so bright. The bow tie was such a fun touch because it helped break up the black a little bit. Um, and especially when you take the jacket off later on, you still have that green there. Yeah, it was. I, I really, was really thought it was look. really well done. It's fashion, and it's something I haven't seen before, and I want more of. Yeah, I'm excited. It pushed the boundaries, and it really pushed the boundaries of gender as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because she paints so beautifully. Um, and that's something I didn't get to talk about in the preview podcast, but she uses a little white on her upper lip to give a little more dimensionality to it. Um, and at the AOL build thing, uh, Ms. Cracker asked the queens, like, is there anything you've learned from the other queens of the season? And Rockham said that she uses the white upper lip now because mm. of Gigi. I'm telling you right now, this will be the new drag trend. Everyone will be adding white upper lip. Mm, to try it. It's Let's really, because, like, it's just a subtle just a little, little look. And it helps make it pop. Okay. It's like, it's reverse shadow in a way. Okay. Um, I loved it. It sparkled. Absolutely. Complete and utter sparkle. Yeah. 78% sparkle, 22% dulled. Ugh, what is this critiques of Gigi? Yeah, like, I, I don't, I'm not getting it. I know, Who right? are these people? I know. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> uh, Heidi. So everyone hates the name, and honestly, why? This really was kind of offensive. You put her on the fucking show, and it got this far. You're going to say, I hate your name on natural television? I mean, then why'd you, you know, like... Why'd you put her on the show? Right. Why wouldn't you have a conversation with her before? Why exactly. Like, why would you put her on blast like that? Um, hashtag Slayana. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole trapdoor moment um, when she revealed what her other name would have been, it was dumb. It wasn't necessary. That ate up three seconds of my time. You know what? It was a missed opportunity, though, because when Rue hit the pretend buzzer, I would have done a death drop. Because she, she's right. capable. I mean, no, I can't. Not in that dress. What? She can't do a death <laughs> drop in that dress. Are you fucking kidding me? That is a pageant gown. <laughs> she, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I would have lived for No, that. she, okay. But we're going to talk about this look. Because I have some really, really, really interesting things to say. Tell us. About the look. Okay. First off, Nikki hate, 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 hates her hair and makeup. Okay. I loved the gown. It sparkled. The challenge was sparkle. sparkle. That's where she wins. Yes, the hair was a miss. I needed big pageant hair. I wanted something bold. Like, give me a white with some glitter in it, some tinsel, because everyone loves that fucking tinsel right now. Make that your hair. This was a missed opportunity. 
But she did the damn thing. What did you expect from her? She sparkled in that gorgeous ass gown. Yeah, I, it's a shame that they couldn't see past the hair and the makeup. I do agree, though, with the fact, like Nikki was saying, like, oh, you know, you should. It looked a little incomplete. And I get that. But really, from the neck down, perfection. It was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that dress was killer. Going back a second, we all, we learned that the kale is what sent her to the hospital. <laughs> I've not had an allergic reaction to kale before. I, I love kale. I think kale is delightful. Yeah. Um, Heidi, you love the, your town you're from with the chickens? Stay to lettuce. <laughs> um, but the look, I would definitely say it sparkled. Yeah. Thirty-nine percent sparkle, sixty-one percent dulled. Can't get past that wig it and was makeup. The wig. It was it the wig really, and makeup. That, that really wasn't. And it. I get it. Like, there, there are times on this show where, like, that is the centerpiece, and you, you focus on that. This was not that challenge. There was enough there that you, you could have wore a fucking paper bag, and I would have been like, oh my god, that dress. Exactly. Um, Jackie, uh, Carson loved her runways. Michelle thought her rap was fantastic, but Michelle also calls out her beard, and we get that homophobic close-up. Mm. like that was like cameraman go in and you could kind of see her lip quivering a little bit like she was getting upset not fair it was gross her look was by david dalrymple her hair is by bobby pins we stand bobby pins she looked immaculate what an immaculate beauty i loved everything about this except for the earrings okay you know the We're not going to pay attention to those because we all know where the earrings come from. <laughs> um, and I think all of y'all can buy those earrings if you go yes. down um, and get off of a train that is at the 34th Street Herald Square. Stop. That's all I'm going to say. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think I know where those are from. Yes. Um, that being said, this is just... She looked like a princess. What a stunner. I, you know... I, I've never seen her look more beautiful. Yeah. The color, the cut, the accessories, bless the earrings, fine. The embellishment. I. She looks happy, too. It was so well put together. Yeah, I. Uh, this was, like, and, th- and then, if I don't know if you've seen the photo that Preston Burford took of her. Mm. I want that on my wall. Yeah, that's art. It was, everything about it was just so stunning. Great job, Jackie. Like, anyone who say you weren't a look queen, you fucking proved them wrong in one episode. So proud. This was exceptional. I say sparkle. Sparkle to the max, I want to say. To the moon. <laughs> just, I can't even. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh. 87% sparkle, 13% old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikki! Uh, Michelle thinks she's chic. Nikki Minaj thinks she's a Barbie out of the box. Um, her look doesn't have any designers currently tagged. I think she looks fantastic. It's fashion. The challenge is sparkle, and that silver shoulder piece does the trick. Uh, the black cat suit is basic, but it doesn't pull attention away because there's enough sparkle to focus your eye, and it allows you to focus up, which also makes you have to focus on the hair. It's a, it's a small wig, but it's styled properly. Yeah, and the color. It all right. it all worked it together. I just... It wouldn't your... have worked for any other person. Exactly. And then the other thing, I mean, you mentioned it too, you know, while we were watching at the bar, it was like, well, you really just have the one piece because you're just, you've got like a panty and a corset on. Like, it, I'm glad she did it, but it also maybe she could have done more as well. Sure. Yeah. So... But she looked good. Because she's a fashion queen, unless she's wearing like something horrible, I think she's always going to get like a toot from me. Yeah, agreed. Um, 
Sparkle. Sparkle. 85% Sparkle, 15% Dulled. Yeah. And Widow. Carson loves the Missy Elliott and the hood action uh, in her look. Shocker. No designers tagged. I love a color story. Um, I think pink and silver are a great combo. I hate the shoulders again. I hate it. I can't. I can't. I can't. If this is Midwest drag, please invite me to the Midwest. I would like to see your drag. I want to understand your drag. I need to learn because I'm not understanding it. And this is my bias and I apologize. Like, she's a big girl. She owns it. The proportions are quite not working for me. Um, And again, personal aesthetic. I'm just also bothered by that one flap on the shoulder. Why is it flapped down? Was that a mistake? Did it just cover her face? I don't understand this garment. I will agree with you here on the proportion. I think it was something I I liked the look because of the color blocking and her wig and her makeup. The wig was great. Everything was on point there, but those shoulders it it makes her look huge. She like did she not look in a mirror before she walked out? Like it was like and again like I, I she was at Sherry's show on Monday, so I got to see her in person. A delightful human, so kind. So fun. And in out of drag, she's still a big girl, but she's not a huge girl. Yeah. And she's making herself look like a huge girl. Yeah. And that's fine. Love your body. Love it. Own it. And I love that she loves it. Britta loves her body as well, but she proportions fucking perfectly. I'm surprised that they didn't make that comment. Like, they kept hounding, like, Nina West last season for that. Right. And I just... And I didn't even see it then when they kept saying about it. And I was like, I see it here. Why did no one... You know, I wish someone had said something. Yeah. Um, this was absolutely dulled for me. I'm still going to say sparkle. That's fine. And then 62% would, would agree with you. Okay. 38% did not. Mark 62%. Yeah. We get Nicki Minaj giving us a rap verse for I'm mm. That Bitch. Um, she just apparently had that ready. She like listened to it on the break. What what happened? What happened? She's just like, I'm gonna wrap my just, verse. Blue. Yeah. It was good. It was so good. But I guess she's way too expensive to actually record it. I know. I really wish they could have done that. I was like, I bet if there are like, if there's like a campaign, one of those like uh, signature campaigns to get oh, her to record the petition? it. Oh, for she sure. probably would do it for sure. She'd be like, you know what? Fine, I'll spend a day doing it. Um, what I will also make note of is now I'm that bitch is available on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. It's a weird feeling to now be like, I'm listening to that song and my friends are singing on my, through my ears. Weird. It's a weird feeling. Isn't it great though? It's an it awesome so feeling. It makes me so happy. Yeah, I love it. Um, so it's really, really cool. And I'm, I am hopeful that this track will become big for them. I hope they get some residuals. Um, but let's be real, they probably don't. <laughs> they definitely won't. Um, yeah, so Rue decides to give us one more twist on this episode, and bam! Everyone's safe. The girls were gagged and gooped, and when they had the, the, the top two just standing there, everyone was like, what? Is this possible? Because they did not think they were the top two. The girls in the back were like, we're definitely possibly bottoms. Um, I mean, they're all bottoms. But, um, yeah, shocker, shocker, shocker. It's a lip sync for the win between Gigi and Widow. Let's discuss it. Were those your top two? I want to say yes. Okay. I I do. I think. I mean, clearly we were not going to say I have Widow as my top two. Um, (laughs) I thought she was top two in the main challenge, and I thought Gigi was the top for the mini challenge. Fair. And I think that's 
that's the way they probably laid it out. That's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, Gigi was great in the main challenge, but again, if it's solely on the main challenge, I don't think she would have been there. And that's yeah. I mean, I may have said that perhaps Britta could have had a step above Widow overall, because I think Britta had a better runway than Widow did. Um, but even Jackie had a great night. Yeah, everybody thought. But let's be real. Do you want to see starships done by? Jackie and Gigi. I don't <laughs> think so. That would have been entertaining. Though. It would have been. It would have been like um, Ben Crem doing Anaconda. I mean, but that, I mean, she, but won. she won. it. I know. And so that's there the you thing. go. So you and you know what? Anything. That was the thing. Tonight we got the lip sync to Starships and it really was Widow's to lose. Um, I just want to go on the record and there were three people at my table who would back me up and they will admit because I will force them to admit it if I need to. I literally said at the start of the lip sync that Gigi should just lay down. And what does she do into that uh, later on to the song? She laid down. She um, laid down. Genius. It was genius. She's a genius. I'm a genius. We're made for each other. Uh, we should get married. Um, yeah. Today. Also, um, one of my friends, I'm not going to out them, said that Seraphim did a great job in the lip sync. <laughs> it was funny. It was campy. Gigi did a great job. But fucking Widow threw herself around that stage. She swivered the runway with her pussy and I was here it. For was a it. lot. Like the entire, yeah. like everything. So here, here's my wow. question. Did she need to showcase everything at the start or should she have saved some for in a moment she could have been lip syncing for her life? Well, that's the thing. I feel like when you do that sort of demonstration like yeah you're so talented wow you have all these tricks up your sleeve you're right later she's gonna try to utilize them again and it's not gonna impress us the same way i agree and i i'm worried that she's used it all because uh, i think she knew she would win yeah she said for the and, and honestly i think you she could have like looked over at Gigi and looked at the judges panel and been like they're living for me let me just play around that was now. enough I've, I've that was enough it. yeah um yeah, so I'm, I worry for Widow because you don't want to be known as Lipstick Assassin because that means you're in the bottom. Right. But at the same time, did you, you just blew your wad a little bit. Although, it does intrigue me what other tricks she might have up her sleeve. Because maybe, maybe this is just a, you know, the start we, of it. Well, we didn't get a death drop. We got the splits. Yeah. We got the weird contortions. Yeah. Um, Those very weird contortions. Yeah. That I didn't expect. Not like, needed. <laughs> because, again, you saw that judges panel react to it. Yeah. I don't think we needed it. That being said, Widow does win $5,000 courtesy of non-alcoholic bubbly sparkling water. Delicious. Y'all, just... Next person who's on my podcast, please bring me bubbly sparking water. Uh, we need to taste test this shit. Where do we get it? Does anyone, you can, you can, can get, get it anywhere. anywhere. Is it Dwayne anywhere? Reed, CVS, I've never seen it though. The Bodega. Yeah, okay, we're looking. We're gonna look for it. Bubbly sparking water. Come on board. We would love to have you sponsor the uh, podcast because you, you know I need drinks while I podcast because I talk Stay a lot. Stay hydrated. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. We are gonna talk about untucked a little bit. All right. Um, uh, the viewing party I was at didn't show it. Same here. So we had to watch it today. Yep. Um, so we're going to go briefly through it. We're not going to go like hugely into it because I would say it was pretty boring. Yeah. It was a tame untucked. It was very, very tame. And I then... wanted the drama. But it's too soon for drama. So it was fine. because I, they're, again, still getting to know each other. Yeah, the they just met. Aren't out what, are you, what are you fighting about? Exactly. You just met. And let's be real. The girls were on edge. They all thought they were going home That's at this point. True. So, Which I still don't get, by the way. Yeah. Like, again, to your point, just... 
kind of read the room, look around, and you could have been like, oh, yeah, we're all okay. Yeah, so Heidi thinks that she may be going home um, if everything is under consideration because, you know. Because of Kale. Yeah, Kale. Um, Kale the drag queen. <laughs> the dolls grab their drinks and they chat. Jackie then reveals that she's a twice-a-day shaver and cue the time lapse. I want to see the time lapse, please. Um, Britta and Gigi are nervous, but Crystal says that they were obsessed with everything uh, she wore. Um, Nikki felt bittersweet that she was acknowledged for her makeup skills, but she doesn't want to be known just for her looks. I get that. It's a, it's a common concern. I, and I think it's good that she's self-aware of that and that she is concerned with that. And it means she's going to push to make sure that the judges don't get exactly. that. So I'm excited. And she throws a little jab at Jackie because she can color correct her mustache. <laughs> it's not about color correcting. It's about the fucking stubble actually coming through. Yeah, it has nothing to do with... I I hear you. Um, Nikki feels that she needs to get up uh, to everyone else's level. And bitch, what? The rest of the room was not feeling that answer. Like, no, you're on our level, bitch. Yeah. Um, and she kind of alluded to her accent and her place of origin being a hindrance. But she shouldn't be afraid of it. Own no. it. No. I thought that, that really is her strength, to be honest with exactly. you. Exactly. You know, she's that new flavor... Um, she is entertaining. We're learning so much. She's bringing a new twist to the competition we've never seen before. Exactly. I mean, like, why? Why would you not just accept it? Right. Heidi doesn't want to be the first queen to go home, but the girls say that her personality is there, so she, you can't buy a new personality. I mean, she clucked like a chicken. She sure darn did. That, that's enough. There um, you go. Heidi also talks about how a hometown bar queen she is not, and she kind of feels isolated at times. Um, that she doesn't fit in and she's worried about fitting in here. And I get it. Yeah. It's like being a big fish in a very little pond and then going to being a little fish in a giant pond. It's hard. It's hard. Heidi liked Nikki until she said she hated her face. <laughs> she is harboring some feelings. And we're going to get to that um, matchup soon. But uh, Jackie asked Widow if she's still mad and we see an exclusive... Uh, Untucked exclusive, oh. uh, where Widow said it was one too many chefs in the kitchen, and Widow said that she wasn't mad, but there there were too many people, and she was right. Yeah, I everyone was like questioning that, like, oh, but why? Why would you say that? But it's true. Um, Widow is used to a world where there's no one talking over each other during a choreography session, and said everyone was giving their opinion at once. She doesn't know any of them, and she can't trust them just yet. Where I think the the Lost in Translation moment is, yes, what probably happens is before a choreography session, that's when she gets the feedback, and then she incorporates it all, and then she teaches it. You don't get that luxury in this. Of course. If you want to hear feedback and ideas, it's going to happen all at once, and sadly, you're going to have to deal with it. Well, on another uh, Untucked exclusive, Nicki Minaj asked Widow who her biggest competition was, and she said Nicki Doll, which I thought was a very odd choice. Um, Heidi then decides, let's ask a room, because we need some drama on this episode. <laughs> uh, Crystal said Jackie, because she's smart and well-spoken. Nikki said Gigi, because makeup artist and look queen. And Gigi says she just needs to feel safe, because, you know, aka helmets. That's why she has with me. Yeah. Helmets. Um, Britta thinks Widow is her competition, because she's a big girl. Uh, she also says Jackie is one of the smartest queens she's ever met, because, you know, the beard. Ha ha ha. They're sisters, <laughs> they're allowed to make fun of each other. Yeah. Um, Heidi starts then making a chicken noise and Miss Fame is quaking. <laughs> Gigi says Jackie is her biggest competition because she's aggressive and Jackie says Crystal and Gigi, even though she's surprised that anyone said her name at this point. You know whose name was not said? 
Brita Filter. Weird. Because um, I think she's like the epitome of Drag Race, but we'll see. Crystal is naturally a quiet person who never was confident until she found drag. And I feel like that's a very common story for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Drag is a way to express yourself. Powering, as said. yeah. Um, or is it Gaga? Who said that? Express yourself? <laughs> Joking, kidding, I know. Um, Heidi yeah. says Widow and Jackie, and Widow is going to be Miss Congeniality, and then Britta chimes in, well, you're not going to win the show. Funny. <laughs> Are you ready for the gag? And not the surprise that you, at this point they should fucking know that Nicki Minaj is going to come backstage. Surprise, when you're a big, surprise. big name, they're, they're going to come backstage. So she asks the girl if they have any questions for her. And what's the first question we get? <laughs> Why do you hate my face? Uh, gooped and gagged, and I thought that was going to be the face drop of the century there. But we, we hear what Nikki has to say. And she says that her features are beautiful, but she looks half done. And she wants uh, Heidi to color, uh, use a color that matches her skin tone and blend it um, better. And that may be helping her in a stage or any way. And I, I kind of agree. Yeah, absolutely. Th- there, there are a lot of queens who like to use certain colors that don't necessarily help their face. Um, but we also are in a time where some people don't like getting critiques and have never gotten a critique. Not saying that's the case here, because Heidi is a pageant queen, so she's gone through she's this used before. To that, absolutely. So I think it was just a moment of what works in small town doesn't work on national stage. Yeah. Perhaps. We know. Jackie decides to ask Nikki about uh, her writing process, and she says it's just from doing it over and over, doing it over time. And she tells them to stand out um, and be fly. That's how you go and win. She came to win. She came to fly. She came to conquer. Yeah, I love that. Um, we get a montage now of all the girls thinking that they're lip syncing and going home, but ha, surprise, no one is going home. And then, the last moment, we get to see that the first seven girls get to leave a message for the next group. And I'm very curious to see how that will be incorporated. Yeah. So does that mean, like, the first queen who walks into the workroom is going to see that? Or, here, here, ready for my conspiracy theory. Tell me. They filmed both parts at once. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Oh. You know? Yeah. Or they, like, like, when they're doing the runway, the other group is doing something somewhere else. Yeah, maybe they're coming back for like a photo I don't know. shoot or something. Yeah, like... I think because I think there's some trickery because I don't think Queen Number One's gonna walk in, have their workroom moment, and be like, "Why is there writing on the mirror?" And I can't address this yet until we're all here. Right. So I'm, I'm I'm curious. Or this was done. I think things are done out of order, but they're making it seem a certain way. Those, Before we wrap those up, editors. I know the editors are wild. Before we wrap up, I have some burning questions for you. Are you yeah. ready? Go. Was Nicki Minaj the best guest judge we've had? No. All right. I mean, that's the discussion that's been out on the internet, and I find it really fascinating because I think Nikki was great, but was she the best? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. But I also can't tell you who's been better. That's very true. I can't think of anyone right now off the top of my head. But I think, you know, it's funny. When they announced it, I was just kind of like, really? Her? I mean, she judged American Idol. Yeah. I think what made, made people think she was a great guest judge was the fact that she was so willing and open to give critiques. Yeah, what she said, I was surprised how in touch with 
drag and the comments. She, she, everything was on point. Yeah. She didn't say anything I disagree no, with. No, because I think there are a lot of guest judges who come in there being like, oh my god, I'm on Drag Race. I don't want to say anything mean. They're going to hate me. No. And Nikki's like, fuck that. I already have my fans. If your fans don't like me, then whatever. We move yeah, on. Who cares? But she was constructive and she was helpful and she was smart. And I'm hopeful that we'll have more of that moving forward. I love that. I Because I, I feel like Gaga was even comparable to this. Yeah, I, I honestly, as long as it's not someone saying how much they love voguing, I am here for it. I'm so into voguing right now. I'm so right now. Now my question, speculation. What the hell is the next six uh, girls going to be doing in the next episode? Because I mean, we know that Nikki's not back, so we're not going to do On That Bitch unless we're doing On That Bitch for Robin, which makes no sense. <laughs> um... Like, we stand Robin, but she's not that bitch. <laughs> she's not. I mean, honestly, we were all talking about this at the bar, and I, we all wanted the next episode to be this episode again. It, it would be the fair thing, right. right? It would be the fair thing to see the same, uh, the different queens do the same challenge for the same person, right? But obviously not going to happen. But I think it's something to the equivalent, it, it has to be something musical. Same thing. It has yeah. to be the same theme, so it's going to be something fashion and it's going to be something music. Maybe they'll bring back, you know, their girl group stunts. Maybe um, it's another runway, just another theme challenge. I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not I, 100% I think, sure. I, I feel like we're definitely going to get a fashion mini challenge again, whether yes. it's set up the same way. Maybe not. No. Yeah. Because um, I do know for a fact, uh, not necessarily a spoiler, um, that the main runway challenge is different. They're yeah. not doing sparkle. I think okay. they're doing like... Uh, tool or something or fluff or something okay uh so it's a different runway but yeah i think the mini and maxi challenge need to be comparable enough or it just doesn't seem fair because like already on the drag con uh instagram they're like come see the seven girls perform on that bitch on the drag yeah con I main saw stage. Th- and, and they like, posted that like the second the, second, the show right. was over i was so, like oh wow you're gonna promote them you want to promote the others i'm sure there's gonna be something at this point, and this is not a negative thing to say, I know a lot of people take it negatively, we are in the mainstream of drag. Drag is part of the mainstream. It is a brand for Rue. It is a brand for World of Wonder. It's a brand for Viacom. Everything needs to tie in together. We're getting these tracks because the visibility is so large that we are all listening to these tracks all the time. Oh, yeah. So... If they're all under contract, you're going to exploit them for everything they're worth. Every penny. I would not be surprised if we get another song in a different style. Yeah. That being said, one of the best moments of Drag Race UK was making two groups do the same fucking song and having one song be so superior that when you hear the other version, you're like, Who? This sucks. <laughs> Who? And you're like, the Vivian won this show? Her lyrics were... <laughs> Wretched. Um, so I, in a dream world, we get I'm That Bitch again. Yes. I don't see that paying off with no, that judging not, panel. No, they're not going to do it again. So, but again, it would be the right thing to so do. So I think we're going to get something comparable. But again, it's like, you're doing a bitch track this episode. Look who's there. Next episode, you could do a pop song. Jan's there. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Conspiracy theory here again. There you go. Um, and you have Sherry, who's not a pop star, but she's Broadway. She's... I, I think we may get a pop song this time around. Um, like, a la Sitting on the Secret or something. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Who is your front runner from this first group? From this first group. Honestly, I'm thoroughly impressed with what Widow showed up okay. with. Okay. But, wait, huh? that's not my answer. But, 
I have to say I am team Gigi on this one. I am too. Because I, I really did not expect this at all. I did not expect, you know, and with a lot of these queens, for instance, I, of course, we know the New York girls. We're yeah. here. We know them and we know what they can bring and we know their looks and we just expect them to surprise us with everybody else. Like, I, I haven't been following these queens. I don't know what they're up to. I don't know who they are. And to see that, like, completely just blank slate and have someone bring that much, like, fierceness that it, it's it's a whole nother level that I just didn't expect on Drag Race episode one. I agree. I am very much, I think Gigi is the front runner from this group simply because the the X factor for her that we didn't necessarily know about was her performance ability. We knew she would be able to bring a look, even if her bat, worst look was her um, I'm that bitch uh, Yeah, her look, little, yeah. It still was good for other queens. Yeah, exactly. So now that we know she can be funny, she is personable, and she's a performer... She could be that X factor like Aquaria where she's going to ride her fashion to the very end and have those moments where every hole is a goal and you're going to get memeable and you you could win. Yeah. Do we want another Aquaria winning? I don't know if the brand wants another Aquaria winning. So I think I Gigi know. may be fucked that way for being three years younger than the one who was her archetype. Yeah. But Gigi is good. Yeah. Solid. Pun intended. <laughs> Literally. The E is silent. Um, solid, solid performance. And again, the comedy factor, I definitely didn't expect that at all. I, yeah. I really thought she was just bringing us fashion looks. I was gagging. I was like, okay, great fashion, fashion, fashion. And then she made me laugh. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And, and it's one of those things as well where, yes, we live in a bubble where most people are just focusing on the show. But there are people like us who look at what's going around the surroundings. So you had the Drag Race Live um, red carpet where we got to see her do a Curious George look. Yeah. We, we've, we saw her this week doing her um, Bob's Big Boy um, yeah, mascot look. I love that. She, she is fashion, but she's giving you fucking camp as well. I am but so camp. right. It's so tasteful. Gigi is a full package that I don't that I'm curious to know. If we get that on the show or if this is the addition that we got after a show. Mm. But I, I think Gigi is here for a while. Yeah, I don't think She was so. not the most prevalent in this episode, but she was the, she stood out the most. Agreed. Um, but I really like this format. I liked having a moment to talk to the seven queens. To have the moment with each of them. And to really get to know their personality. Because that sucks when you have one episode and you're gone. And you don't get to meet who that first queen was. Sure, we've had Banji Where she comes back because she has one fucking iconic line. If she didn't say that when she left, she would never be on our TV screens again. That's true. So, we don't necessarily always get those moments. And I think breaking it up like this has really helped. And I can't wait for next week. Do you think they'll go forward doing this, like for next no, seasons? No, I don't think so. This is like I think going forward, they may drop it down to a smaller cast. I don't know, just a conspiracy. Who who fucking knows? We're moving to Showtime in in the, in the summer. Showtime. So who the hell knows? They, you're on Showtime. You may have a bigger budget, so you can have fifty queens. Oh my goodness. Who knows? All I know is I'm so excited that Drag Race is back. Me and too. I was so. Excited for you to be my first guest on the oh, podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having of me. Of course. So Where can fun. we find you on social media? Please follow me on Instagram at Amanda.massacre. And this was recently you had your like official almost one year birthday in drag. Yes, my one year drag anniversary. Oh. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And thanks for being here. 
Thank you so much. A huge thanks to Amanda for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure you engage with me on social media. If you have any questions, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.